When we succeed, then what? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with Evangelist Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Lay, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Ann Lay. Later in the show, you'll hear from Fred Stokes, who was on our previous show, who is a former NFL football player and Super Bowl champion. At the height of his career in winning the Super Bowl, he found himself on the brink of suicide. You know, I used to be really afraid to succeed because I wondered, what would I do when I do succeed? Then hmm. what? And I had that struggle. And a lot of people are afraid of failure, but there are those who are afraid to succeed. Hmm. Yeah. I thought that when I would succeed in life or when I, in my mind, became a success, I would be like, oh, then I'll feel so fulfilled in life. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. And I think so many can so easily, in a sense, be deceived to think that when you succeed, then your whole life will be fulfilled and your heart will be so full of joy. Right. There'll be so much to celebrate yeah. and it's going to be so surreal. But oftentimes when people arrive in that spot, mm-hmm. they don't feel that fulfillment. Yeah. It feels like, wait a minute. This is the moment I've been living for. This is a moment that everything and all this is for. It's really passing through my eyes. Am I experiencing this right? Am I going through this right? Mm -hmm. And it can often be missed or feel like something was missed or something that is missing. Mm. And I think that's because the truth is there is no success on this earth that will truly fulfill us. Right. According to the Bible, it says in Romans chapter 15, verse 13, it says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. This isn't saying, you know, may God help you to succeed and then life will be fulfilled. No, it's saying that may you have joy and peace, not from succeeding, but rather through believing. Mm -hmm. When we believe in Jesus Christ, something that we're missing from heaven begins to be deposited into us. And that is hope and joy and peace through the power of the Holy Spirit. When you receive Jesus Christ, you get the person of the Holy Spirit that will literally come and live inside of you and give you that feeling that you've been looking for your whole life. It's not success. Mm -hmm. It truly is the fulfillment of the Holy Spirit in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think too often we're waiting for that thing to happen. And later on in my life, when I did become successful, I thought, okay, well, now I'll try this and I'll try that and get happiness. And like you said, those things never fulfilled me. It wasn't until I came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ that I had peace. So it didn't matter what I had or what I do. It's about him. Let's hear from Fred Stokes after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Lay. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is Fred Stokes. He's a former NFL football player who won the Super Bowl 26 with the Washington Redskins. And despite having money and fame and fulfilling his dreams, 
he went through a very hard time where he wanted to commit suicide. And we're going to find out more about that. Welcome to the show, Fred. Thanks for being with us. Guys, thank you for having me. Yes. And I know on the previous show, we were talking about how you were really down and depressed. And there are people listening that have felt really down and depressed and They wonder if God is even real or if he's going to help them. And you were actually struggling with thoughts of suicide. Can you tell me a little bit about those thoughts and some of the things you struggled with during that time? Well, you know, for me, I wasn't suicidal for an extended period of time. It was just that we had won the Super Bowl with the Redskins. I signed a multi-million dollar contract with the Rams. And I just got to a point where I made a bad decision and it was just without me understanding it, it was after a lot of things were compiling in my life that were hidden that I kept pushing back and kept pushing back. And all of a sudden, one day I made a decision and it just exploded. It was like, if you are exposed in this area, your character, your integrity, your whole life is going to be destroyed. Right. And that was another one of those issues where I thought I had suppressed it long enough. But when it came back to the surface, it came back with a vengeance. Mm. And next thing I know, I'm contemplating suicide. Like if people find out who I am, really, as I was hearing those voices in my head, that you're going to be destroyed. Your wife's going to leave you. Your two boys are going to be gone and taken away from you. And it felt like my only option was to commit suicide. So that day, as I'm driving my Jeep and, you know, I hear this voice saying commit suicide, you know, I've got my left foot out the window. I'm driving probably 80, 85 miles an hour. I began to cry because I knew within me that I felt like I had hit rock bottom and I was going to commit suicide. And all of a sudden, as I approached the area where I was going to do at this intersection, it was like a light flashed. My attention was diverted back to reality. My reflexes were to hit the brakes. And I did slide just about into the intersection. Thank God nobody was coming. And I just began to say, I want to live. I don't care about my wife leaving me, which I really did, but I didn't care about that. My boys, I don't care if I have a dime in the bank. If I'm not even in the NFL, God, I can live without those material things. Even I'm not saying my wife is material, but God, I cannot live without you. Mm. And I ended up telling my wife what I did in the expectation that she was going to leave. And I was like, hey, I'll pay the flight. I'll pay child support. I'll do whatever I need to do, but I'm not going to kill myself. I'm going to trust God one day at a time every day for the rest of my life. Right. And in that moment, it was like the Lord grabbed a hold of you. And I think a lot of people can relate to that because we can have good days and bad days, but there are times in our life where things just come to a crashing, like we think everything is going to end because we've gotten in trouble with something. We've done something horribly wrong. And we think, how am I ever going to get out of this? There's no way out. And they think, well, that's the only way out. But the truth is the truth set you free. And when you came forward and you got that healing and asked God for help, he came through and set you free and brought you freedom. And what you thought was going to be a curse actually became a blessing and brought you and your wife and family closer. Is that right? You know what? You're right. And I tell people that God intervened in my life. You know, I knew. I mean, it was just, again, it got to the extreme because I kept trying to control my life. Like, I won't drink as much. I won't party as hard. You know, I won't do anything. But we can't control our own lives. Mm. That's just not going to happen. If we could save ourselves, then we wouldn't have any need for God. Mm. And so by the time I got to the hotel room, man, I was distraught. I just knew without a shadow of a doubt, if this continues at this rate, for one thing, I'll be out the NFL. You know, I may end up on drugs or have some incurable disease or you know, it was just all kind of stuff going through my mind. And I was crying. And at that moment, I was just depleted of all energy and options. And I was like, God, I need you in my life right now. I cannot do it without you. I know that. 
I know that. And if you were coming to my life, I served you for the rest of my life. And it was shortly after that, I think a week or so, I ended up back in Georgia, my hometown of Vidalia, and I ended up going to church. And when there was an altar call and an opening for that commitment in front of everyone, I was not ashamed. I was not afraid because I knew where my life was. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. Okay. I don't care who's looking at me. I don't care what they say. I know I need God in my life. And I stood up and I rededicated my whole life to Christ. Mm-hmm. And from that day to this one, God has kept me and sustained me. And like you said, we do have good days and bad days, but I trust God with my whole life every day, all day. Wow. Mm, that awesome. is so powerful. And it's amazing because a lot of people will say, well, once I'm successful or famous, I'll be happy. Or once, you know, I make it to the big leagues in maybe a sport like you did, or, you know, whatever it may be, they're trying to gain that happiness, but you have found nothing fulfills you. Nothing that you had was filling that void. Only Jesus did that. Is that right? That is completely right. You know, guys, the way I look at it is it's like the Super Bowl. Mm. You know, it was amazing. It was truly amazing. And the next day in the hotel, I was walking around the hall in the lobby areas and, you know, somebody would shout out, Super Bowl, you guys are champions. And I go, oh, wow, we are. But slowly but surely, you come back down to earth. And a year and a half later was the deepest, darkest time of my life when I was on the verge of suicide. So even as much as the Super Bowl was all of that, and it is, I mean, it's the epitome of our sport. It's why you play the sport, whether it's the World Series or the NBA Championship or the Super Bowl. You play those sports so you can go to the top and win. But it wasn't able to sustain me. And I found myself in L.A. at the edge of life you know, really, really thinking about committing suicide. And so the Super Bowl was great, but it couldn't sustain me. There's nothing in life, no success, no amount of money, no fame, no fortune, nothing that can satisfy you and sustain you to the level of eternity. Mm, That's so powerful, Fred. And I really think that someone right now who's listening is going to have a life-changing moment. And what would be one word you'd say to someone who's just at their brink and they think it's over for them? What would you say for a glimpse of hope for them today? Trust God. Mm. Trust God. All I can say, Kenley, is trust God. You don't understand it, but if you can say, trust God, close your eyes and trust God. Mm. Trust God. Don't look at your circumstances. Don't hear the voices in your head. Trust God. Because he will never fail us. Trust God. And I trust him with my life now. Wow. That is so powerful. Well, we're going to pray for those listening. Fred, we are honored to have you on the show and we bless you and we thank you for sharing with us your heart and your testimony. God bless you, Fred. Bless you guys. Thank you so much. You know, I think it's very surprising when you hear about at the peak of success is where the enemy is right there. And when I say the enemy, the devil was really tempting him after the success of, you know, the Super Bowl, winning it. And we would think that once we finally get that success, everything will be set. It's almost like the end of a happy Disney movie or something. Mm. But we're finding out that that's not true. The happy ending doesn't happen until we know the Lord Mm. and really experience Him. And I sense that there's someone listening right now, and maybe you're chasing a dream, you're chasing true happiness. Mm -hmm. And maybe you're hearing for the first time, wow, when you get that dream, that won't be true happiness. Mm. That happiness actually rests in the person of Jesus Christ and knowing him. And I tell you, my friend, he knows you, he loves you, and he wants to walk into a relationship with you if you're willing. Mm -hmm. And I sense that there's someone right now and you're saying, I'm willing. I heard this testimony and I do want that change. I want to attain what is unattainable now and not wait for that goal. Yeah. 
So Lord Jesus, we just place that goal, whatever it is, that thing we think is going to make us happy, we put it on the altar. Mm -hmm. And Lord Jesus, we receive you and we call upon your name. And Lord, give us that joy, that happiness now that we can Mm -hmm. experience through your presence. Yes. And we just release all of that, Mm -hmm. all of that need for success to you. Yes. And we thank you, Lord, that you've accepted us. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you're going through a hard time, if you need prayer, give us a call, 877-480-4477. Again, 877-480-4477. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.